information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, baby, hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's an absolute pleasure being here with you for yet another week of madness. And this just before the holiday. Some call it Easter, some call it Good Friday, whatever you call it. People just go away and they get all mad and all that other stuff. I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, uh, the stories I have for you th this week, I want to talk a little bit about Trevor now, just in a bit. Also, uh, the Tuku book came out and the, the fallout. I'm going to talk a bit about that. We'll also talk about whether love potions actually exist. I'm going to have an opinion from one person. The other opinions are kind of weird. But the one kind of pin that summarized everybody's opinion. I'm going to play that one. And then also going to play music from uh, Joe E as well as uh, the new track from PK. Anyway, uh, the name is Larry. He's the credit cost. And uh, the first thing I'll talk about right now is uh, Trevor Noah made big strides in the United States of America. Why? Because he's just been appointed as or has just been. Uh, is it appointed? Yeah, I don't know. He's just been uh, given the job of the successor to what's his name? Uh, John Stewart for the uh, Daily Show, and yeah, Africa's like, oh yeah, yeah, great, great, great. And you know, conservatives in the United States of America went to dug up a lot of his old material, old jokes in which, you know, they say he was racist, anti-Semitic, and all that other stuff. And so they were like, you shouldn't be on on radio, uh, or rather on the TV show. And then Izzy Sinosi on Twitter says, oh, well, you know, because some people say it's unknown, right? She says, oh, well, you know, you talk about Trevor Noah being unknown. Until The Daily Show, we had no idea who Jon Stewart was. So you're going to have to chill on that. And then also, if you realize, if you really think about it, uh, the, the Daily Show is known very much for his low bro humor more than anything else. Also happening this past week, Nigeria held its elections and uh, Muhammadu Buhari uh, becomes the new president of Nigeria about 30, 30 odd years after he was kicked out of power as a military dictator. So he's back. Yeah, Fela Kuti must be rolling in his grave because remember Buhari arrested him a couple of times. Yeah, uh, caught over various things. I don't know, whatever. Shingi Munyeza uh, left the job of the group CEO of African Sun. Uh, he's going to pursue what he calls God's calling. So yeah. So that's what happened there. Uh, also happy this past week, uh, Jonathan Moyer was interviewed by... Uh, was he, he was interviewed... Yes, this was a good one. He was interviewed by Chester Missing, uh, the puppet from the from LNN on ENCA for, the, you know, that program hosted by Luis, Luis Ocola. And uh, also interviewed on that day was... Um, a guy by the name of, what is, what's his name, uh, Tendai Beatty, yeah, former finance minister for Zimbabwe and from the renewal team, UMDC, whatever they call themselves. Anyway, yeah, I was interviewed. Uh, the first question, or well, one of the questions that UM, uh, that Beatty was asked was, uh, are there any pu puppets in Zimbabwe? It says, well, uh, something about ZANU-PF being full of puppets or something, I can't remember, it was something that quippy. And then the first question that Jonathan Moyer was asked was, uh, is Bob on Viagra? Which is kind of like, oh gosh. And according to the person who was there in the interview, uh, there was Comrade Fatsa from the Magamba Network, uh, the Professor Jonathan Moyer has actually got a good sense of humor. So yeah, the episode comes out uh, this coming Wednesday on uh, ENCA. Yeah, that's available on DSTV. So I'm going to check that out. It should be fun. 
And also, what happened this past week? Oh, Big Brother Mzansi is on. And two girls, Tembi and Kali, shared a kiss in the house. Yeah. Dudes will know what that means. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, what happened this past week? Tuku missed a show at the Cape Town Jazz Festival. Still no explanation over why. He was supposed to share the stage with Huma Segela, but that did not happen. Now, speaking of Tuku, I'm going to talk about him on the other side of this track. Today's hottest music may be fatal if swallowed, but be our guest. I was rapping like it's a manji. They say with the beat, I'm like Bruce and the band. If I not on the edge, I'm not over time. Cause I run it, you could say I'm out here. And the girls, they be feeling the boy. Dini Ruja, I be bringing the noise. If I ride my window, cause Joy ain't got these. It's a pin that was cool, no good. She said, ah, Christian Louboutin. Hello, bad with a rip up zone. Shorty bad, shorty bad, shorty bad, shorty bad. I sit when she pull out a phone. Anyway, she you mentioned the styra. From my head to her toes, it's designer. All the man, them in the club be eyeing her. All the girl, them the same. Yeah, that is the music of TK Chids and uh, PK. The track is called... Uh, Number Yedu. What's gonna feel like, you know, my one is what's gonna feel like, uh, what was that other track? Scooboo and uh, Tambisa, that kind of genre. Some people think that should be called Zim House, whatever it is. I don't know. Some people say she's uh, a version of our old Afro beats or whatever it is. I don't know. Somebody's gonna come up with it. I don't know. Whatever. We're not gonna have that discussion now. The thing I'm gonna talk about, speaking of music, as Larry, you listen to the Criticast, is um, that Tuku book that came out. Olivam Tuku's uh, a biography written by. His former publicist, Shepard Mutamba, uh, it came out this past uh, last week. It was called, um, it's actually called Tuku Backstage. So, and uh, it, it's got loads and loads of details about Oliver Mtukuzi and what his life, what his life is about, and all that other stuff. And I asked Shepard why he did the book, and this is what he had to say. I simply tried to open a space or a platform for debate where people could talk about their icons was Oliver influences us in a very big way if you look at our economic circumstances if you look at our you know areas to do with spiritualism uh, education in terms of the education sector he cuts across he's one man who really cuts across you know our so it's a fundamental our part of the history of Zimbabwe yeah. so yes when you look at him in that regard He's one man we have entrusted with our moral issues. Now, when the same person whom we have entrusted with our social issues instigates vices or certain wicked characteristics, I think I'm compelled as a journalist and writer to open that for debate. Some pretty explosive words there from Shepard Mutamba, the guy who wrote Tuku Backstage, the biography, the first ever biography of Zimbabwean musical legend Oliver Mutukudzi. Very explosive. And oh, there's so much stuff in there. I've, I've been reading it and I've, I think I'm about halfway through it right now. And yeah, some of the things you find out there, you're like, oh my gosh. You're like, wow. Like, yeah. Anyway, not really going to go into the details of the book right now. But uh, some people say, okay, well, why did he write it? And Shepard says that he, as a journalist, decided to write it. 
And uh, some people say, okay, why not? But it wasn't his story to tell. But then that also delves into another region where some people say, okay, it's not his story to tell, but then therefore newspapers shouldn't exist because then you say, okay, it's not your story to tell if a, if a news event takes place and that sort of thing. I can understand quite perfectly that the those who hold the legacy of the legend himself, that is Oliver Tukuzi, will be pained by this because they probably have gone to great lengths to keep certain details out of the public eye, assuming all the details in the book are correct. Uh, but, you know, there's certain, uh, there's, uh, there's certain things that they would have wanted to keep out of the public eye, as any, any uh, you know, public figure would want to do, and they want to manage your public image. But, uh, you know, I, it's, it's a very difficult one, because, you know, his family is going to be sitting there and think, wow, we're out there like that? <laughs> we're, we're, we're totally exposed and stuff like that. And you see both sides of the argument. But at the end of the day, I think uh, what Shepard said in his clip, in the clip that I played there was, um, you know, to, to, to a large extent, if, if there's certain issues that are, are, are then exposed in us having a bigger discussion about life and everything that happens in it based on this book, then all very well and good. But if the book becomes more about, you know, being all nasty and all that other stuff, then then there's no good. And from from reading on the book, there are parts of it of which uh, Shepard himself, you know, um, says some self-deprecating stuff. So I don't know. It, yeah, but you know, I'll, I'll defend freedom of expression as well. So uh, that that's what it fundamentally comes down to. As long as the information wasn't stolen and all that other stuff, then that's fine. I don't. But yeah. As I said, it's, it divides opinion. So many people got different types of views about whether the book should have been written or not. And yeah, and for those who are ask, asking, yes, there is a chapter about Wendy. You know, you all want to read that chapter. And there are people who just like, skipped everything and just went straight to that chapter. But I, I encourage you, if you get the book, to read it from right from the start. It gives you a nice background and also about uh, everything that's happened, that's happened behind the scenes and all that other stuff. But anyway... Yeah, it is what it is. Both sides of the argument, that people be angry, especially Tuka's fans are saying, okay, you know what, you can't be doing this. And, uh, yo, you know, and then the others were like, oh, well, we want to know, right to know. I don't know. It's weird. Difficult situation, really. As we go a little something like this, hit it! Super DJ, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, that is the awesome DJ C-Mac with the top five tracks that you should be listening to right now in Zimbabwe. Yeah, some of them are oldies, but goodies, like uh, Hurt Turn, 10 Diamonds, uh, Grown Up Kid in there. So, yeah, it is what it is. Good times. The name is Larry. You listen to The Criticast. And uh, in this final segment is the relationship segment. And uh, this week I posed a very interesting question. Whether it's, uh, well, you know, love potions are real. Like uh, when they say Munagajkisa or Ulisiwe or, you know, whatever, whatever they call it. Uh, but is that something that's real? Is there a potion that someone can put in somebody's food? Uh, that person falls in love. Is that actually a thing? Like on the real so yeah, uh, before I say my opinion, I'm going to get a, a, an opinion of a regular uh, contributor. And uh, yeah, let's see what she has to say. And then I'll tell you what others had to say. Most people decided they didn't want to send a voice notes on this, but I'll, I'll tell you what they had to say. Hey, Larry, I could not stop laughing when I saw your question. It's really, really funny, especially the watch how you painty thing. Anyway, um, I personally don't know anyone who's, who's used a love potion. But I have reason to believe those things actually do exist. I mean, there's no smoke without fire, right? So if people do mention it, there probably are a lot of love potions going around. And maybe they do work because there are some people that really just seem dumb in love. Like, they become skivvies or something. Anyway, um, I wouldn't use one. I don't know anyone who's used it. But I have reason to believe that those things do exist. And they probably So yeah, she says, you know what? They probably exist. They probably do exist, but she doesn't believe in them um, or wouldn't use them. Uh, somebody else said they have used it. They've obviously, they hide my name. They say they have used it and it has worked. They were able to get someone that they wanted to date because they got a love potion from some guy and it worked. Somebody said, well, it's happened so often. It's got to be true. Uh, my friend, if, if the world, if you know, at some point, when people started once believed that the world is flat, it became such a common belief that people then thought it was true. So it was like, you know, a collective effect. Someone else says, well, no, it's absolute rubbish. There's no such thing. Uh, let me read another message here. It says, oh, something like that would, would probably exist. And because I don't have a relationship at the moment, I am thinking that maybe I should go down that route. Whew. Okay, what do I think? Well, you know, to be honest, uh, I think it's a whole bunch of rubbish. You know, it's a bunch of rubbish, complete bullshit. It's that placebo effect, you know what I mean? Suddenly, if, if you go and you put a potion with an expected outcome, right, you are going to put yourself in a situation mentally where you become more receptive to certain actions taken by that by that person that you you love so you're more receptive to their kindness and so you think no uh, you know what happened is that that potion actually worked that's a placebo effect effect i don't think it works you know i i i'm trying to think what pheromones is inside of you that is supposed to stimulate and then you know should result in you becoming falling in love with a specific person now, if you'd say that you fell in love in general, yeah, okay, we'll say your pheromones and all types of reactions are heightened and whatever it is, then we'll say, okay, fine, cool, yay. But it's for that one specific person. For me, that's weird. 
I think it, does, it absolutely doesn't work unless I'm predisposed to liking you already and you cook this incredible meal that just makes you like you more and more and more and more. Then yeah, finishing cloud, we'll, we'll take that. But the, the idea that you are going to cook me a meal that, and I have no particular interest in you and I will never be able to look at another woman for the rest of my life is just completely ambitious. And, you know, that statement is as useful as pissing in the wind while you're trying to put a fire out. Yeah, that's how useful it is. Anyway, with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's Criticast. And uh, I want to wish you a happy weekend. That's what I want to do. I want to wish you a safe weekend. Oh, holidays are always crazy. People get into accidents and that, all that sort of thing. And I want you to have a safe one so we can have another great Criticast. We can get to that magical 100 we're on episode 69 now so i've been pushing for a while and uh you know i would like you to take care of yourself can you do that for me because that's what i would really like you to do and be back next week and we have another great query cast and to get in touch with me because in fact what i want to do because starting from next week is you send me one question okay relationship question either by email info at larryquiriraiu.com on twitter at queriraiu you can just tag me or on um, uh, on my website www.larryquiriraiu.com send me a message right tell me just give me one question relationship question that you'd like me to answer and i'll put it as part of the, uh, the final segment so we'll still have a main topic in the final segment but i will answer one question from you yeah. So with that, I say thank you very much for joining me. As again, I say take care of yourself over the holidays. And yeah, much love and kindness. It's been the Quidditchcast. And I leave you listening to a brand new track from Joe E. The track is called Scandal. Yeah, name is Larry. It's been the Quidditchcast. Take care of yourself. She says she want a scandal. Oh, oh, don't you worry, girl. Keep it cool and back it up. She want a scandal. Oh, oh. your first night, eh? Now listen, girl, you need to focus. If we gon' do this right, you better be up for it. I'm a man who plans, so everything you do gotta be on check, eh? Just follow my rules, cause if we get caught, then it's on you. She said she got a smile, Now don't you worry, girl, keep it cool and back it If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you wanna go out?